everyone, welcome back to Silvercast. Uh, I'm here with my friend Dagan, and we're going to talk about stuff. Yeah. So, uh, we were kind of going over it uh, beforehand, what we wanted to talk about, and uh, one one thing we kind of agreed on is that we wanted to talk about kaiju stuff, like, for instance, a Gamera or Godzilla or Pacific Rim. Now, funny thing is, he actually doesn't know about Pacific Rim, so I know a, I, a lot about I know a lot about Godzilla and um, a little bit about Gamera, but not a yeah, ton about Pacific Rim. Yeah, so I'm gonna take this time to just you know explain it. So, like, do you want me to start with that, or like? Should we start with another uh, yeah, topic? We can, maybe? With, we can start with Pacific Rim. I definitely have a lot more to say about about stuff that right. come later then, but we, we can start on Pacific Rim. Alright, cool. Um, so, basically, you've only seen the second one, right? Um, I, I don't know if I've seen either of them the whole way through. Uh, I thought I remember, like, a while back you told me you just watched... Pacific Rim Uprising. And I was confused. Because it's like, why would you do that? Well, maybe I did. You probably forgot about it. Probably. That, I mean... The only thing that I really know about Pacific Rim is the, um... The... Me who voices, uh, GLaDOS... Is this the voice of the AI in at least the first one? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like Glass. It's pretty much just... I think it is. It's literally Glass. It's Ellen... It's, it's Ellen McLean. Oh, act- like the actual actress? Yeah. Huh. That's actually really cool. Look at that. You were supposed to teach me something and I taught you something. You taught me. I, th- I was thinking, you know, like, maybe it's just... Because it sounds like GLaDOS, but nah, it actually is. It's literally yeah, it's, GLaDOS. That's it's insane. GLaDOS. But, um... They're on board AI is, is GLaDOS. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, should I do a plot summary, or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just explain to me, like, because don't, like... Oh, here, let me, let me, let me go through what I, what I think I know about Pacific Rim, and then you can, you can correct right. me. Yeah. Um... So, the big, the, don't the kaiju come from, like, another dimension? Rifts? Yep. And then humanity fights them with the big robots, and they're called Jaegers. Yep. And there's one Jaeger who they don't use until the end of one of the movies. It's just an instant win, and they should be using that Jaeger for the whole movie. I don't think that's right. Which one are you talking about? One with uh, the the one with the super sword or whatever. Oh no no no! It's like people pretty much just say like that sword. Like, so I think what you're trying to say is like Gypsy Danger. That's like the main Jaeger that they use, and it has a sword that they only use very like rare points. 
I, in my opinion, I think it's like because the kaiju blood is toxic, so it's like they can't risk getting it on like cities, or like the whole town will get infected. Oh, I've just always heard like they have like a super weapon that can kill all the kaiju, but they use it like once. I mean, it is a sword. It could, it could probably kill a few of them. They still have a lot of really cool weapons. And, uh, okay, so basically, there's, um, these two brothers, uh, they have a, they have a Jaeger called Gypsy Danger, which they go out to, like, use and fight this one, I guess, I think it was Category 3. It's like, it goes all the way up to Category 5 of, like, threat levels. And it was a Cat 3 that they were dealing with, and fighting a little bit and his brother actually dies rip so he basically has to pilot the Jaeger for the rest of the time to kill that thing which is a big no-no because then it messes up your brain and gives you nosebleeds spoilers like 11 stranger things that's not really a spoiler that's that was from the first season oh she gets Nosebleeds every time she uses her powers. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. I, I don't think no, it's I'm, a spoiler, I, honestly. But like, I said, I said I, that's not what I said spoilers to. I said spoilers when you told me his brother died. Oh. I mean, you wanted the summary. Should I just, like, make it super plain? No. Or just, just keep spoilers going? Spoilers like, for all the listeners, yes, spoilers yes. for Pacific spoiler Blue Bandits. Spoiler <laughs> alert, if you didn't know. Spoiler alert for the f- something that happens in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. Anyway, oh. it's going to be spoilers from now on. So, um, Also, spoilers for every other movie that we're probably going to talk about. Yes. Probably. Now, um, after this, he's kind of like, the brother is a... Kind of like a, I don't know. He's kind of like a war vet, in a sense. It's like he gets called back to work on Gypsy Danger again with a new second pilot, uh, Mako. And it's like, she's like his new partner. And it's like they don't really know anything about each other. But there's this thing in the movie called a neural handshake where it's like the there will be like a bump like a neural link uh sort of connect the two uh fighters and make them a better like jaeger pilot i think all right i am sick anyway but um yeah so this is how that dude and his brother were able to work so well because they were brothers and they already had that familial connection. So they didn't really need to work on the neural link thing. But with him and Mako, they don't even know each other, so it's going to be even trickier to, you know, make that neural handshake. But eventually they do. And, uh... Oh yeah, Idris Elba's in it. He was one of the 
original Jaeger pilots back when they only used one person. But back then, those were just the prototypes, so it's like a lot of bad stuff happened, hence the thing where the nose is bleeding. He actually has that. So it's like, I don't know what, I think it's like there's some kind of long-term brain damage that it gives you, where it's, I don't know if it's just nosebleeds, but like, I feel like there's worse things that could come from that. I mean, that's uh, no, probably, it's probably a nosebleed as a result of like, blood vessels in your brain exploding, and once that happens enough times, you'll you'll probably die from an aneurysm. Yeah, probably. So basically, like, pretty much the whole movie is them fighting kaiju while uh, trying to find out where they're all coming from, so they can attack them from the source. And also, Charlie Rick. Day is in it, and he's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Good old, yeah. good old Luigi. I'm a Luigi. <laughs> okay, this is kind of uh, a weird, like, cutaway, but the the cast for the Mario movie is just so cursed, honestly. The like, new one? Chris Pratt as Mario, Seth Rogen as freaking Donkey Kong. So, I was, like, mm. I was at... Uh, I was at the Too Many Games convention in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, past weekend, and uh, there was this one dude who was wearing a, you know those Donkey Kong suits where it's just like, body, and then like, the top of it is like a hood? Uh, yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, he was wearing one of those, and I saw him, and I literally said to him, I said, great Seth Rogen cosplay. <laughs> And then he laughed like <laughs> Seth Rogen. Wait, he didn't know who Seth Rogen was? Oh, he laughed like Seth Rogen. Oh. It's like... It's really, it's really funny. It's like he actually... You actually leave, but it turns out he actually was Seth Rogen the whole time. Oh, man. Yeah, there's it was a... Seth Rogen. I would want to get out of there as quickly as possible scares me. Seth Rogen is a man scares me. Yes. Um, did you see, um, that Chip and Dale movie? Where he was one of the characters? There's, like, one Didn't... point where it's like he has all of his animated characters in one room, and they're all laughing. And, like, that, <coughs> that is my personal hell. What? Just, every animated character Every animated Rogen's iteration name? of Seth Rogen laughing like simultaneously that is my personal I think he'll do that laugh as donkey do you think he'll do that laugh as donkey kong in the movie sadly yes i sure hope so uh no i can't i don't want to hear his laugh anymore it's so it sounds like a baby about to cry you know like the little <laughs> like that little sound they make before they start screeching yes that's, that's literally his laugh I literally, I cannot do a Seth Rogen laugh. I can't either. I'm not going to try. I don't want to torture I'm myself. We, we went very off topic, didn't we? Should Seth we... Rogen. Speaking of famous Seths. Yes. You've heard about the Seth Green NFT movie? Oh. 
Oh, jeez. It's a show. It's either a movie or a show. I think it was like a TV show. I think it got canceled because, like, his NFT got stolen. So he but then he negotiated. He negotiated with the the person who who stole it, and he got it back. So maybe oh. the show is still on. Nobody's uh, gonna watch. God, I hope not. It is so. Ugh. Like I, it like it's not like. It's just a bad idea. Like yeah. First of all, can we can we swear on cast? Yeah, I don't care. First of all, fuck NFTs. Yes. Um, second of all, NFTs more like the show, no freaky the art things. style of the show does not look okay. Like it just doesn't look good. It's not appealing. And who? I think it's like, didn't they do like a live action animation hybrid? I don't know if that's what it is. It could be, but it's think... definitely just it's a bored ape. Yeah, animated to walk around. It's his bored ape. It's him as Ew. a board ape NFT walking around. Uh, why? I don't know, man. Mm, that's so. That's so stupid. Why would you do that? Why would you invest in NFTs? It is a picture of a monkey, with like no monetary value. I don't know, man. It's. I mean. Not that it has no monetary value. I mean, technically, it doesn't. I guess it's the block. It's the blockchain it's built on that has the value. Yeah. Like, I think money is I don't just know how Bitcoin money. Works. The only value that money has is the value we ascribe to it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Wealth is a social construct. Mm. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, I kind of don't know anything about those away, things. Pivot away from NFTs. Yes. Back to the yes. topic of the podcast. Let's go back to talking about uh, kaijus. So, yeah. basically, like... So, we kind of just went through the plot. It's like they find the source of all of the... Ye- not the Jaegers, the kaijus. It's like somewhere underwater. It's like they have to close the rift somehow... And, well, actually, they just end up blowing it up because Gypsy Danger somehow has, like, this unstable reactor that will just blow up and just wipe out anything in that area. So they use that to blow it up. And, yeah, it it works, at least until the sequel comes out. But, yeah, uh, Idris Elba dies trying to uh, clear a path for them. Because he's also down there, and this other dude with a uh, pit bull. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, there's a bulldog, oh. I think. Maybe. Now, with the kaiju, they all are, like, kaiju, right? Like, they have names and stuff. Like, isn't one of them, like, Saw Face or something? I think so, yeah. There's... Knife Head or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Knife Head. That's one. Yeah. I don't know the other names of them, but... That's a pretty uh, popular one, I think. The only one whose name I have any semblance of. Um, now, I know that because, because Pacific Rim called the Kaiju Kaiju, Legendary's other Kaiju series, MonsterVerse, 
couldn't call their kaiju kaiju, and that's where the term titan comes from. Oh. So in the in in Godzilla, uh, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and Godzilla versus Kong, uh, there were all the the monarch refers to all of the monsters as titans because Legendary also owns Pacific Rim, and they were already calling them kaiju, and they didn't want to cross those universes yet. Why though? You see, be so cool. because Pacific Rim deals with other with monsters from other dimensions, it's possible. I mean, yeah, it could. wouldn't put it past them. But like, I wouldn't necessarily want it. I think those two styles clash quite a bit. But that is true. I mean, like, it's very much like anime. Like, what's the term? It's kind of ha- so, yeah, it has that like sort of anime aesthetic. It's a mech anime. It's a it's like a live action yeah. mech anime. Yeah, and it's like that kind and... of style would clash a little bit with the style of like all the other MonsterVerse movies. Though maybe Godzilla versus Kong is pretty silly, but yeah. I think that's more of like reverting back to sort of a Showa era movie. Yeah, I could see that. For the record, those listening, the Showa era refers to any of the monster movies released between 1954 and I believe 1975. Yes, mm. 1975. Oh, yeah. Like how um, Gamera had the Heisei series, which is from, I think, uh, it's from like 95 to 99. Heisei? They say it was way before ninety four. Oh, well, for Gamera well, specifically. Yeah, I for guess. Gamera specifically. Gamera's Heisei movies would have been from. Let's uh, let's see. Oh, oh. Maybe I don't know Gamera's oh. breakdown as well as I thought I did. Um. What? Does the Heisei... It's the Heisei Trilogy, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Then there's another is... one after that called Gamera the Brave, which... Brave, which is... I haven't watched. Technically... Gamera the Brave would technically be a Millennium Era. Maybe? But I don't know if that conforms, because... Let's see, where... Because the... First Heisei Godzilla movie was released in eighty four, and the first Millennium movie was released in ninety nine. For which one, Godzilla? No, that one doesn't count. We don't count that one. Uh, technically, I... the first the first movie of the. Um, millennium era of Godzilla was Godzilla 2000. I think you're getting 99 confused. and 98 confused. Oh, Godzilla... The American Godzilla movie released in 98. Yeah. That doesn't count. Okay. So then there wasn't anything after that? Like in 99? 99 was Godzilla 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then in 2000 was Godzilla vs. Megaguirus. Oh, yeah. 
I very faintly remember that. I remember it scaring me as a kid. Godzilla versus Mega Gears? This one scene where a bug is attacking these two people and it just eats them. It's really weird looking. Yeah. It he's really a, I mean, burrowed into Mega my impressionable Gears. young head. Mega Gears is a she, and all of the little bugs are her kids. I think. Huh. I'm remembering that right. I, I think so. I mean, it wouldn't make sense because she's the queen, and therefore yeah. would have a bunch of drones. While we're on the topic of the eras, um, have you seen any of the Showa Godzilla movies? No, I haven't. Mm. I can't remember the last Godzilla movie I saw outside of the MonsterVerse ones. I was going to ask you what your favorite um, era was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remembered. Um, I watched uh, Shin Godzilla not too long ago. I mean, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about Shin Godzilla. Because, yeah. personally, I think that Shin Godzilla is the best Godzilla movie since the original in 1954. Mm. Uh, and I have seen all of the Godzilla movies. Not any of the... Well, like, I haven't seen Godzilla, King of the Monsters, as in the one that is just the American release of Jira, I believe is what that is, but it's, like, recut to take out all of the, like, anti-atomic weapons stuff, and as they, like, patch in an American protagonist. It's a very strange movie. Uh... I think that's Godzilla eighty four, right? Is that what it's called? Like, no, I mean, which one's the uh, American version? Because I know that's the one with like the Dr Pepper ads. Yeah, like it's basically. Yeah, part of the I don't know of when it was actually released. Nineteen fifty six. Which is oh right oh, like because the it Raymond was, Burr um, one. That's that's yeah. the Raymond Burr one. But, um, Shin Godzilla is just, it's so good. It really... Oh, yeah, it really is. It returns, it kind of returns to the spirit of of what the original was about. It just swaps out atomic weapons for... He's a natural disaster, isn't he? Yeah. It's supposed to parallel the, um, is it the Fukuhara nuclear... Accident? Hmm. I'm not really I think sure. It's what, I'm, forgive me for if I butchered that. Yeah, I'm not good at Japanese either, so I I don't know. All the all the weebs are just gonna be like really mad at us. It's like, oh, how can they not say it right? It's it's this. Yeah, I I mean I'm, I mean, do I don't even know if I was saying it right. It's not that I I just didn't know if that was what it was called. Just remember something beginning with an F. Um, um, yeah, I haven't really looked up like the history of what happened around that time, but I feel like that would be an interesting thing to find, like just to research on, just to see like the impact. Yeah. Um. You know that the director of that isn't he 
the Evangelion director. Shin Godzilla? Yeah, Shinji Higuchi. Uh, I don't know. I Did, haven't watched um, Evangelion. So, yeah, I don't know. Also worked on the Gamera trilogy. Oh? Yeah, he did a uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Gamera Guardian of the Universe. Shin Godzilla. Oh, and uh, Shin Ultraman. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's coming out pretty soon, isn't it? Also, have to watch when oh, that comes out. I really want to see that. I've been watching the Netflix series of Ultraman. It's really been leaning good. to. I haven't gotten to it yet. It's, it's so good. Oh my gosh, you gotta watch it. Yeah, I will. It's kind of like a sequel to the series in a way. Like they have like it's basically his son doing the same thing. But he's got like a kind of a robot suit. So Ultraman isn't Ultraman is a guy in a robot suit that can get he get big. He can get really big, right? In the new anime? Uh, I don't know. I would say Most no, of what I know like, about... Most of what I know you... about Ultraman comes from Jet Jaguar. This rip-off version. Um, huh. I think Godzilla vs. Megalon? It does sound familiar. Either Godzilla vs. Yeah, it's Godzilla vs. Megalon. Mm. Uh, they ripped off Ultraman. Was there a rights issue? Like, were they going to have Ultraman in there? No, it was actually... So the history of... Well, side tangent, history of Jet Jaguar. Um, Jet Jaguar was not conceived as a giant robot man. He was actually a fan submission for a contest and oh. looked completely different. Um, he was an actual monster. Oh. But they really wanted to... Maybe it was a bit of a rights thing because maybe they really. I think they really wanted to include Ultraman in a movie, but they couldn't, so they just took the name Jet Jaguar and made an Ultraman knockoff. Mm. Uh, some of the details might be a little wrong there. Mm. I, uh, yeah, I do remember there the being but... like a fan submission thing for like a couple of the Godzilla movies. I think um... my favorite, my favorite kaiju of all time, was a fan submission. Which one, uh, Biolante? Biolante. Ooh, nice. I do like I love, the design. I love Biolante. I really hope that if they, if, if Legendary ever gets the rights to, they're never gonna grab Biolante, who was only in one, go, one Godzilla movie ever. They're never gonna redo Biolante. But I really hope they redo Biolante. Yeah, that would be really cool to see. Or, uh. Um... I think the most likely. I do to get the show it or the most likely like earlier not even early the most likely Toho kaiju to get the legendary treatment would probably be Igan. He's mm. really popular. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean the 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 big three, the, sorry the big four have already gotten that treatment. So next would probably be Gigan. Um, but actually, fun fact, I'm doing a, currently doing a playthrough of Pokemon Alpha Sapphire, just in my free time, huh. and I've nicknamed every Pokemon 
after a kaiju, except for one of them, but that's because it's, it wasn't possible, so I named it after a Japanese folk legend. Huh? Um, I have a septile. You guess what the septile is? Is that Biolante? Yes. Big grass lizard. Yeah. Um, have a crawdont. A lobster. Hmm. You know the lobster kaiju? I forget its name. I've, I've seen it, I think. That is, uh, Ebera. Ah. Ebera of the Deep. Have a, have an Agron, who is a big dinosaur covered in metal. You know that one? Uh, no, I don't. That one is Kiryu, the, which is the believe Millennium yeah, I think that's the Millennium Mechagodzilla I didn't want to call it Mechagodzilla oh. because oh yeah no. yeah, I, yeah I do know that one actually also because specifically Kiryu was made from bones of the original Godzilla and covered in metal isn't that the one with the chubby looking face I don't think Kiryu has a chubby face I mean, it looks like it. Like, kind of looks like. A... Oh, oh, definitely not. It's definitely not Kiryu that has a chubby face. Oh. I mean, I guess it depends on what you consider chubby. It might be Heisei Mechagodzilla. Oh, that. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that one. The Heisei one. Yeah, the Heisei one. Yeah. Yeah, that's Heisei Mechagodzilla. Um, so that's, yeah, that's Kiryu. And then I have a... Crap. Oh, I have a... I have a Crobat. This one's a little tough. Mm. Um, I'd actually be shocked if you got this one. So it's a bat? It's a bat. Okay. Uh, is it like Give the, me... is it the Griffin from the 94 one that got canceled? No, I will give you a hint. It is a legendary, uh, Titan, not a, a Japanese kaiju. Uh, oh, um, uh, Muto? What have been... Pretty good, though. Uh, no, it is Kamazots. What? Uh, who appeared... Is a, that is a deep cut... Um, the deep cut uh, kaiju reference to the deep lore of the MonsterVerse. I believe he only appears in... Like, you, you only see his design in one of the MonsterVerse comics. Oh. That's, like, really... I think he was supposed to appear in Godzilla vs. Kong, but he didn't. Ah. Alarm. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Um. <clears throat> then I have a... 
The one that's not a kaiju is my um, Bennett or Benetti. I, I think it's just pronounced Bennett. Um, that is uh, Okiku, uh, who is a haunted Japanese doll. Oh. Do any of them, like, coincide with the um, Pokedex entry? Like, you have... Mm. You give them names based on, like, Pokedex entries? Or is uh, it I just, just gave them names based on the what... way they look. Just based on the closest one to them. Hmm. Yeah, that's my little trip down, my little trip down Pokemon. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I said that my favorite, um. Favorite kaiju is Biolante. So which one's yours? Who's your favorite kaiju? My favorite kaiju. Hmm. That's a that's a tough one. I mean, I do like, uh, I do like King Kong, because he's basically big monkey, you know. But, um, honestly, I think, um, Iris from, uh, Gamera 3 is, like, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, isn't isn't Iris like a weird genetic fusion between a plant and a human? I think you're thinking of uh, Biolante. No, I am thinking of Biolante, but yeah, they what not similar. What is Iris? Iris, it's like um, so basically in the Heisei trilogy, it's like they make different lore for Gamera. And basically, he was created as a protector of Earth. Yeah, by, like, the Atlanteans or whatever, right? Yeah, by the Atlanteans. And I think um, Eris was made as a failsafe in case Gamera were to ever turn against them. Uh, The thing is, like... um, uh, this one girl finds uh, Iris as an egg and decides to raise it, but it's like she has some past trauma from one of Gamera's attacks because it's the re- because it's like Gamera ended up killing her family indirectly, so it's right. like her entire life she's just blamed Gamera for being an orphan. So yeah. it's like that kind of. Like, I don't know. I guess that, like, made Iris turn evil. Because it's like that negative... It fed off of the negative energy that she had. And it ends up... It's like... It kind of starts out as a little snail thingy. It's really cute looking. But then it gets even weirder. It starts growing tentacles. Yeah, the tentacles are really what I was... What I was... Visioning. Yeah. It's like... It basically just... Drains people's life force, and that's how it's able to... Grow into, like, that... Big ol', like... 
Evangelion looking thing. Yeah. 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 No, um... It's a cool... I gotta... I really gotta watch the Heisei trilogy. Yeah, they, they are really good. I think it's on Amazon, if you have that. Like Amazon Prime. I do. Yeah. I watch The Boys. True. I still haven't watched that. We will do an episode on The Boys once Sterling has watched it. Oh, of course, yes. I definitely should. Like... And also we will do an episode on Barry once I have watched it. Yes, that's true. Ooh, um... So... While we're still on the subject of kaiju, um, do you remember uh, Fire Breather from Cartoon Network? No. Maybe. Oh. That sounds familiar. Oh, boy. Mm. Have I something to share with you? Um, so, basically, um, this, uh, this kid, uh, his name's uh, Duncan, and he's the son of a kaiju. He's like a hybrid between a human and a kaiju. Don't ask how. How did that happen? Don't, how did don't that ask. Happen? They don't explain it. Like, they make a joke about it. <laughs> was the kaiju like... human-sized, or was his mother... No, his, his mother is human-sized, but, like, the kaiju is, like... I don't know. You how did this big. happen? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, they don't fair. explain it. So, they literally. Here's a, but a little but before you go into this. Um, there was a. Uh, I was listening to my favorite Dungeons and Dragons podcast today. Uh, just roll with it. Okay. Check them out if you haven't. Um, and I. That's a funny name. Actually. their Patreon where they release fun little one shots. They is one shot. Um. It's not as fun. I mean, it was funny, but one of the characters basically. Had you know how Fire Breather, how the parents, like, somehow made a kid? Yeah. That. That happened? Yeah. With a dragon? Oh. A jelly cube. A, a jelly cube? Yeah, I'm not explaining it past that. Let's move on. Aren't those, like, acidic? Don't they... It was. It uh, was. It was acidic. Yes, it was. How did... Uh, n n never mind. No. Just moving on. <laughs> moving, on to... <laughs> moving on to... Moving on to fire breathing. From one confusing reproduction to another. Um, so, Duncan... He's kind of just through high school. It's kind of like, you know, your, your basic high school drama where he's a superhero. It's like, oh, I have to hide this part of myself. But it's kind of hard to do that when you have orange skin and eat coal. Like, he literally, he literally eats coal. That's his thing for some reason. And no one seems to question it. I guess because it's like he does it behind closed doors. So it's like he kind of just, he'll sneak a little, little bite of uh, charcoal. Yeah. Oh, I'm dying. Looking at the show is killing me. What how did I miss out on this show? What Fire Breather? Uh, how did I miss this? Oh, it was a movie. 
Oh, was it a movie? Yeah, it was like made for TV. Oh, also, um, it was directed how. by uh, Peter Chung, who I think worked on the Animatrix. Yeah, that's um, yes, yes, it's he like, did. You can definitely see like, his style in there, like with some of the, like the faces, how they're like pretty angular, but like. I mean, the animation is just, like, it's okay for, like, our standards now, but, like, the, the action scenes are actually really good. Not gonna lie. I still really like the it. The design's pretty cool. Yeah. Even the monsters. face is a little weird. Yeah. I like the body design. Yep. And the, if you don't uh, know what we're talking about, look up Fire Breather. It's yes, the first thing that yes. Comes up. Look up Fire Breather uh, Cartoon Network. Find a I mean, YouTube video or something. Yeah. But, um, in my opinion, like, I feel like there's going to be more done with that character. Like, I Thought feel that like... they were going to do a sequel? Sequel to Fire Breather? I feel like they could have done a TV show if it had released yeah. later on. Like, honestly, I'm surprised they didn't with Cartoon Network's like business model yeah but then again they also canceled that um thundercats show so it's like it's not entirely rare for them to cancel something like that but true i think if it had just released a few years later it probably would have gotten more attention like um because I think later, was... I honestly thought maybe earlier. Because yeah, it's like, that was way before people really got into kaijus. So it's uh, like, releasing our something. generation, but like, yeah. kaiju had been around since like, the dawn of film. Not really, more yeah, like the true. 30s. But like, it seems like there is more of a kaiju craze in like the 2010s. In our generation's like kaiju craze, maybe. 2010s. I guess... I guess the generation that would have been watching Cartoon Now, but like... So if you wait for Pacific Rim to come out... I feel like it's, it's aimed at kids who maybe wouldn't have seen a kaiju movie at that point. Hmm. And the people who are seeing kaiju movies aren't going to go watch a made-for-TV movie on Cartoon Network. That's I don't know, true. I could be wrong. I mean, they'll at least show it to their kids, and then the kids will really like it. I guess. They'll be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so cool. And they're like, uh, my kid really likes the show? Maybe that's a good thing. I- I'm not sure how it would work get that my love for kaiju movies came from when i turned 13 first the first the first pg-13 movie so i grew up in a pretty strict household no pg-13 movies before you turn 13 kind of thing although i did see the amazing spider-man 2 as a third as a 12 year old um because i turned i turned uh I turned 13, 
in the December of 2014, and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 had come out in May, I believe. Uh. So I went and saw that. Um, but the first movie that my parents actually rented it from Redbox, and they let me watch it, and I looked at it, and I was like, am I allowed to watch this? And they're like, yeah, you're 13 now. And I was like, sick. And it was... <laughs> Again, I am sick. Anyway, it was Godzilla 2014. Oh. I watched it, and I didn't feel a damn thing about it. Oh. And then, only maybe, I don't know, sophomore year, sophomore year of high school, which was maybe three years later, Oh, we're going to have to end this soon. My sickness is catching up. Oh. oh but it's fine. Oh. I can continue the story and then we, we can, can talk endure. about it. We can endure. I will endure. Um, yeah, I, wa- I think it was maybe sophomore year that I remember sitting in a science class while we were doing labs or something, and I was done, and I just watching YouTube on the iPads that the school had given us, and I watched uh, like a one-hour history of Godzilla video. Maybe this was near year of high school. I don't really remember very well. That noise in the I, background. There's like a like a fan. Don't know. It's probably my dad. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm currently recording from my basement, so anything that's happening up on the first floor is probably getting picked up. Yeah, probably. Sorry for the audio quality, folks. I don't have a recording room. <laughs> I don't either. I just have Anyway, a... where was I? Oh yeah, I watched this one hour video on the history of Godzilla and it kinda got me back into it. Uh that was around the time that I think Godzilla vs. Kong or not Godzilla vs. Kong, sorry. Kong Skull Island had come out. Mm. I didn't see that one in theaters. Um, but I watched it when it, when it came to DVD, uh, and I remember after that going back and rewatching Godzilla and really liking Godzilla. I should probably and, rewatch that. I remember liking it when it first came out, but like... What, Godzilla 2014? Yeah, that one. It's, uh, really good. Godzilla, I think, is in it for a total of eight minutes of screen time. Hmm. It's okay, because it's still awesome. That is true. Like, what we do see of him is just, like, the difference between that and the 98 version is, like, night and day. Yeah, well, they use him more like the, um, shark from Jaws. Um, I honestly think that, uh, with that movie, less is more. Yeah. You don't see it ton of Godzilla, but uh, I think it, it makes up for, like, the um, uh, like the destruction scenes are made up for with the Muto. Oh, yeah. Um, they take care of a lot of the destruction scenes, uh, and I think that's fine. Uh, I think the movie's biggest flaw is it's wasting of Bryan Cranston, but... Yeah, I really didn't like it, because it's like... He was probably the best actor in there, and then he just dies. Twenty minutes. Yeah, in. he was. 
after having <laughs> such a good opening. It's like, oh, damn. It sucked. Yeah. But, but uh, I think... I really like the Godzilla redesign. Uh, oh, yeah. I think it looks... I mean, it's for it's a million times better than the original American Godzilla. Yes. Uh, who Toho would buy the rights to rename so and then murder on screen. Yes. That was it's great. a little Final Wars, baby. <laughs> just like, they have him in there for like five seconds just to kill him off. He shows he up, even he do anything. He gets shows up, and then lasered and dies. Shows up, roars, runs at Godzilla, gets tail whipped into a building, and then blown up. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh my god. Make that, America. Oh, um, did you know um, in 94 there was actually going to be a god, like another American Godzilla, but it was actually going to be more in line with. Like, yeah, I think so, but then it was eventually, I think over time, it was reworked into into 98, usually how it goes with movies. I think the reason they didn't go with it was because of budget, which is super ironic because, like, when the... Uh, 98 the, ended up costing Roland, a lot. Yeah, Roland Emmerich was, like, on board. He actually, like, went higher in budget than they would have gone in the 94 version. Yeah. And, like, nothing happened. Like, they didn't care. What good movies... So stupid. What good movies has Roland Emmerich directed? Uh, I don't know. You know he is responsible Day, the for... The first one? Is that, was that him? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I haven't seen he was responsible... Is that his... Only good one? I don't know. Who's responsible for 2012? I did like Stargate. That was another one he did. I don't know if I've watched Stargate. Maybe I should. Uh, he was responsible for The Day After Tomorrow. I don't know if that one was good or not. He was responsible for Moonfall. Oh, yeah, that one. Isn't like Yikes. there's this weird plot that the moon is like some pyramid for aliens or something. Like an I, I egg. Don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he did the Patriot. That's pretty good. The Patriot? What's yeah. that one? It's a um Mel Gibson movie. Him, Heath Ledger. Huh. Um it's, it's about the revolution. Uh it does sound familiar. Yeah. Um, he's, uh... Like, his son, who played by Heath Ledger, I think that's who played him, huh. uh, like, joined the military and then got captured by British, and then he had to, like, save him. But he was, like, a pacifist. Ah. Uh. Huh. That's interesting. That's like the only smaller budget movie I think he's done. Or at least I can think of. I know um, from... There's this guy on watch on YouTube. Uh, you know uh, Brandon Tennell? No. Oh. Uh, 
He's he does a lot of uh, cult movie reviews. Like uh, one he did was for a movie called Making Contact, which is like one of Roland Emmerich's first movies. I think it is very Spielberg esque. I guess like he kind of just copied Steven Spielberg's homework essentially. Yeah, well, I think Spielberg was a big influence for him. Wasn't Spielberg involved somehow in Godzilla? I think so. Do you Actually, he might have been. Hold on, I'm going to look that up. Godzilla 98... Um, I don't, I don't know, um, oh, that was a Dean Devlin produced one, I know he was involved somehow, hmm. was Spielberg involved with this movie, was he responsible for the show? The show? Yeah. Oh yeah, they made Never a saw the... didn't they? Yeah. I know he was one of the producers of the Transformers movies. Yes, like of course much, he like is. Most of them. Um. Okay. So apparently Spielberg tried to talk Emmerich out of making yeah, Godzilla. I'm, I'm looking this up right now. It even says that like. He tried to talk him out of making the film, considering it a silly idea for Hollywood to try and remake Godzilla. Hmm. Yeah. So basically... This, wait, hang on. A... This quote from him is crazy. Only Godzilla I saw was the one with Raymond Burr. I purposely stayed away from seeing I stars Godzilla because I didn't want to get anything between me and my memory of my favorite Godzilla movie of all time. It's probably the his only favorite, one he's seen. His favorite Godzilla movie, and the only one he's ever seen, is Godzilla King of the Monsters, the American recut. What? The original... What? Uh, how, can, how can that be your favorite? Disgusting. See, it's the only one you've seen. How can that be your favorite Godzilla <laughs> movie? I'm dying. It's killing me. Jeez. Uh, Spielberg, my favorite movie director uh, of all time, is killing me. <laughs> Steve, what have you done? Hopefully he's... You're making, my, you're making my podcast partner convulse and so die. Hopefully he's, you're hopefully killing hopefully my podcast partner. I'm not as entertaining without him. No, Steve, no. Dude, hopefully he's learned by then and watched the original Gojira. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Oh, I haven't even seen... Any Why did he versions. like it? it? It cuts out all of the symbolism. True. Yeah, so, um... I had something else to talk about, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, since you haven't seen all of the... I was going to go through every era of Godzilla and... Yeah. Say which one my favorites were. Yeah. Over the Showa era, 
my favorite Godzilla movie is Godzilla vs. Hedora, or Hedera. I don't, depending on if... Oh, is that the one with the blob monster that melts people? It is. It is the one by um, Yoshimitsu Bano. Um, And that movie, Godzilla vs. Hedora, directly responsible for Legendary's monsters. What? Yeah, so Yoshimitsu Bano, the guy who directed Godzilla vs. Hedora, wanted to do a sequel. Um, he never secured the funding to do a sequel, so he was going to do a short film. And that short film, the script for that, was eventually picked up. I'm skipping over a few details here, but that I believe that that idea was eventually picked up by Tri, uh, not TriStar, by Legendary, and folded into the MonsterVerse. Okay. That's that's interesting. I didn't think I would uh, be learning about that today, but you know, I guess I am. For the Heisei, for the Heisei era of Godzilla, my favorites are, or well, I mean, it's Godzilla versus Biollante. That's my favorite. I also very much enjoy Godzilla versus Destroya. That's the one where he uh, dies, right? It's like a Atomic explosion or something? It's a nuclear meltdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, for the millennium period, it is probably Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, because I love Kiryu a lot. Mm. But, uh, big ups to Godzilla Final Wars, because that is an ambitious film. And I think it pulls it off pretty well. Hmm. And then, I mean, my favorite modern Godzilla movie, Shin Godzilla. If I'm gonna pick my favorite movie out of the MonsterVerse, it's probably Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. I, like, I really like how they made Kong, like, the main character. Oh, yeah. He's the underdog, so... It really it gave root for him. Really gave them. It's really kind of a spiritual successor, or kind of a remake of the original Godzilla vs Kong. Uh, in that they made Kong like this old grizzled dude, and they made Godzilla kind of a childish evil character, um, like in the original Godzilla versus or King Kong versus Godzilla from '62. Um, Godzilla, like, visually takes pleasure in the destruction and pain he causes, like, he, like... Yeah, he literally laughs at him. Yeah, he, in, he uh, claps and stuff. One. Yeah. Well, in, in, in the, in the, in the original, he, like, would clap and stuff and jump around like a flippin' toddler. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, la- like, they, they kind of reincorporated that. He, uh, he laughs and he sort of does an evil grin in yeah. Godzilla vs. Yeah, like, so I was like, yeah, okay, I see what you're doing here. You're reverting it to the show era, and you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think um, it's, like, moving more into, like, the weirder aspects of yeah, like, Godzilla it's, Universe. Yeah, it's like, um, they, so, all of the Godzilla movies had different directors. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You had... Was it... Is it Gareth Edwards? The first one? Yeah. That his name? Yeah, that was him. Yeah. And that is, like, a very serious action film. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... I mean, it's, it's as serious as you can get with a monster movie, right? Yeah. Um, which kind of reflects the original Godzilla. And then you have... Why is his name escaping me? The King of the Monsters. Um, I'm gonna look it up. It's Michael uh, Michael Doherty. Um, and he sort of when he he got the rights to um, use the original. He got the rights to some of the Toho monsters, you know, Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah, mm. and so he sort of went a little more silly, a um, little more techie, but it's still overall a serious movie. Um, hasn't quite hit that full Showa era reversion. Um, then you get Godzilla vs. Kong, which is just a Showa era movie with crazy technology and yeah, like, pretty much. It's like you know, a, it's like a sixties movie with modern day with effects. Modern with a modern budget. Yeah, and I'm and yeah, modern modern. Technology, yeah. Oh, um, you forgot uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, the, well, I don't even remember. I don't know. Who did direct that? Oh, that was uh, Jordan Volk Roberts. Yes. It's, honestly, that might be objectively the best MonsterVerse film. I think. I don't know. I think the other ones have a lot of narrative issues that that one doesn't have. Well, I, I guess it's close between Godzilla and Skull Island. Hmm. I think that I think that those two have maybe the least amount of flaws. The one that I enjoy watching the most is Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah. Also, um, what would you say is the best Mecha Godzilla? Um, hear you. Mm. But in terms of design and personality, it's probably Kiryu. Look um, that up. Strongest, I think. I watched a video that determined that the strongest one was Legendary's Mecha Godzilla, who I also do enjoy. I liked. I I freaked out in the theater when they revealed him. Mm. Um, oh wow! That looks. And his, that looks. Are sick. you looking at Kiryu? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he looks like. There's a really cool figure that I don't know if it's still for sale. But you used to be able to buy like this. You know how they sell like um, Neon Genesis Evangelion figures that uh. you could like put together yourself. Yeah, I just saw, um, I think that's, actually, I think I see a picture of it right now. It's like a type of purple Kiryu. Is it the purple and, uh, green one? Yeah, it's the purple and green one. Yeah, that one's sick. Yeah, I really like, um, I really like Kiryu. It's really cool looking. Yeah, I think that. I just think it's the best design. It's the sleekest. 
Yeah. And also the the concept the concept of it being built around the skeleton of the original Godzilla is really cool. Hmm. I think um, they kind of took that idea for the legendary one. Yeah. So here you um, is um... with Ghidorah's skulls. Yeah. Um Kiryu is built around the skeleton of the original Godzilla, and when uh, Godzilla in the film roars at Kiryu, it reawakens it reawakens the soul of the old Godzilla, which oh. takes control because Kiryu is a mech. Yeah, uh, who's piloted by a separate pilot. But, um, the old Godzilla um, takes over control from the pilot. And goes on a rampage, mm. um, and they kind of stole that for the um, legendary one because that one is King Ghidorah, yeah, um, who basically takes over the the control of the mech. Mm-hmm. I do like I do like the sort of the nods to the legendary the legendary mecha guns. Like when it was when it was powering up, its hands spun around and. Now, almost all the Mechagodzillas do that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. <coughs> I think oh. the first Godzilla and Godzilla vs. Kong are the only ones I actually watched in theaters. Yeah, I've only seen... I've only seen Godzilla vs. Kong in theaters. Um, really wish that I had seen... Um, really wish that I had seen Godzilla King of the Monsters in theaters opening night with a bunch of Godzilla fans. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I don't know if you've ever seen would be like, I don't know if so you've ever better with a bunch of people. Like Endgame was yeah. really fun with a bunch of people around. I don't know if you've ever seen um, the channel audience reactions. Um, just so. upload theater reactions. Um, I don't want to shout them out too heavily because they get in a lot of copyright trouble. Um, mm. Yeah, it's true. I don't know if I know if what they do falls under fair use or what the deal is, but um, I don't want to shout them out too heavily. But definitely, if you want to ever feel like part of a crowd watching Endgame or Godzilla King of the Monsters or any of those, any of the big really action nerd movies. Uh, check out their channel. Hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, I think another one, like, No Way Home was also really nice seeing with other people who were like, yeah, that was like-minded. Cool. But the thing is, like, since I'm on, like, an Air Force base, it's like we have a theater on base. So it's like a lot of people, I guess they're very low energy compared to people in regular theaters. So it's just yeah. I went to go see. Much. I went to see No Way Home opening night, like like th- the Thursday night, you know, because movies start showing like on a Thursday night before the Friday where they technically come out, and like the theater was reactive, but they weren't like crazy. I was really the only one who screeched when Andrew Garfield came on screen. <laughs> Like an actual screech, like a pterodactyl. Yeah, so kind of. So you see him on there, like. 
Yeah, kind of, and, and my dad, who was sitting, like, two seats down. He's just looking at like, you. Like, what are you like, doing? Shut up. What are you doing? He looked at me, and he's like, dude, shut up. And I was like, I don't know. Did you, did you call I you cannot. dude? Your own dad. <laughs> oh, I, that's probably not exactly what he said, but uh, my dad does call me dude. Um, Bruh. That's so oh. weird. Someone's in the shower upstairs. I think I think we're gonna have to wrap this up here soon. Otherwise, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Any closing thoughts? Um, watch the original Godzilla movie from 1954. Yes. Really good. Definitely watch it. Um, another thing. Uh, my final thing I will leave with you all. Watch Fire Breather. Just like, do, do, do it. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you pirate it, buy it off Amazon or YouTube or whatever. It's pretty much everywhere. Just by all means, watch it. Get like Warner Brothers Discovery to make a TV show on HBO Max, and you know you'll you'll have to uh, you know. I guess tell you know g- give us a shout out let let them know that we're the reason you wanted that show you know yeah for and sure go petition Warner Brothers get a little paycheck out of that you know <laughs> go petition Warner Brothers to make a fire breather TV show but make sure to tell them that we sent you yes. so that the, all the idea tell credit them goes boys to us Silvercast sent you it. over there. Welp. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have to say. Yeah, same here. Can I do an outro? Uh, what do you have in mind? I was just gonna say, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on Spotify where the yes. podcast goes up. Of course. Um, uh, maybe I don't know if I don't know if Sterling has any interest in uploading on other podcast places. Uh, I know SoundCloud can. Uh, SoundCloud does it. Yeah, you can get podcasts on SoundCloud. Uh, oh, cool. Um, yeah, I should definitely yeah, just, work on that later today. Of course. Uh, as of right now, we're a Spotify exclusive podcast, so follow us there. Of do course. The, do yeah. the and uh, make sure to. Uh, the podcast with your friends if you uh if it interesting or even if you yeah. don't find it interesting yeah. because um you can always play our stuff on mute while you sleep yeah you can wait on mute you mean like in the yeah, background just to give us that like just to give us that listen time you know ah yeah that's true just the streams even if you want to be like oh um <laughs> i hate these guys i'm gonna tell them <laughs> All my friend, tell my friends how trash they are, so they can comment how trash they are too. You know, as least, they say, all a, publicity is good publicity. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's all we have for today. Um, so, uh, I guess next week we'll find some other interesting topics to talk about, and yeah. So and hopefully I won't be sick next week. Yes. All right, yeah. That's all we got. Very cool.